0: enough to rap with us. Your lips ain't big enough to rap with us. Your lips
1: ain't big enough to rap with us. Your grand, will to your sure come it's tough? So Diggs and ask can give much respect the nappy-handed brother with a lips like a turtleneck. It's wicked, it's crooked, I kick it, they book it. Cause I've got rhymes for days and days. Three different flavors, three different ways. Four lips you need to compete against my two. Your style is see-through. The morning he leads you in an anticlimactic didactic tactics. New maneuvers soon the prove that I can move. You groove, you blow, you blow, you boost, you cooler. Your mouth is wide open, the roof is sunburned. I'm taking the short turn to give it a slow Cause living ain't living if you ain't on my bus and your lips ain't Big enough
0: to rap with us now. Oh, yeah, that was like definitely fresh. Let's just say this is he who walks the waves. I'm Shame Love Tempo, not he. I am the Grand D. could to be not he. Enough respect to the sound geeks in the enough sound on respect booth. to No rapture in the house, definitely not he. Yo, Big Lips definitely on the move with college and music. Making it bigger in 92. Exactly. This is the demo, here's what we're gonna do. Drop back into that grand, get my back.
1: Uh, your lips ain't big enough to rap with us. Mm-hmm. Your lips ain't big enough to rap with uh-huh. us. Your lips. The nigga to make it look bigger I heard he used collagen I don't figure Blitz
0: by V-Box so you better pump Pick the choke cause I'm about to jump. Run in the beta who be giving euthanasia, euthanasia Into your misery lyrically taking out my knuckle. Spin Chuckles who be pressing on the 16th being Seeing is believing Leaving my balls. Calling you a cow With a breath style flow no. From the obtuse so I'm shaking my caboose cause loose is the booty that does a body good And I know, I know I'm just so rough I'm so big
1: enough. I'm
0: Head kicking a funky one, man. About my happy dress, hot comb, Afro processed, separated. it. Jericho, some brothers went invaded. I've been dreaded since the age of two and twenty. Every taking a look, man, they call me Baker Ninny. Hate to think of my hair is unruly, but Jesus had hair that a book called Wooly. Humble but proud, I do wear my hair, regardless of those who stop and stare. Not a Buddha had blessed me with a suggestion, having me believe that all was predestined not a fessor, is sped up, sped up, dread up. The sister Buddha, couple 2.5 million years in aging, flipping the page and walking three ways and amazing. The hijab fades and dread not to know they got electric shock. Blew my hair into an afro, natural. We'll kick the concholine I wish they seen and dream. Madam C.J. Walker's Wonderland has me wondering if we get the underhand bitch. Ain't that a bitch? Uh, coming up short, handed by the man. Oh, all out of. Court. To get the truth paid, they said, comb, and we obeyed. Now I'm no pick to pick my bro with, so it hit legit around day 66. We like tapestry happens to be that to me. Asking me what I left the water of Jerry Girls because i oh yeah. I freed my mind, I freed my mind, I freed my mind when I locked up my hair.
1: Charge, and so I do it, but I never, never ever, ever ever do, it, ever, never, ever, do it. Put ever, a photograph for a bow. Cause ever, I think it like a stick. Trying my out with these locks, you can't pick the ninety. It's just and rant and rave. But say we mm. as your mouth sees plenty. You take one nap as I take many. For Her. Once again for the brothers who care. I freed me mind when they locked up me heart. as am the I see.
2: weekly review with roman today it's friday july 17th 2020 thanks so much for tuning in perhaps you can tell from my voice i'm feeling a little bit uh yeah difficult to find words sometimes thanks so much for tuning in though and we are broadcasting live from mutiny radio we're in san francisco we're on Ramatouche ohlone land and I would encourage folks to go to Ramaytush.com, and that's R-A-M-A-Y-T-U-S-H.com, and there you can find more information about the original peoples of the San Francisco Peninsula, as well as sign petitions to remove statues of colonizers of the native peoples of California, including the Ramaytush Ohlone. So they have a link there as well as a lot of more information, and I also want to encourage folks to donate to the Segorate Land Trust, and that's in the East Bay. And if you type in S-H-U-U-M-I, land tax, you'll be brought to the the page. You can find ways to donate and learn more information. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, wow, 2020. Wow, what a year. Good times. Uh, ugh, ugh. Start off with some music, and this is from He Who Walks Three Ways, and this is the album... The uh, recording is called Technology Delivered 91-94, and you can find this on Bandcamp at jubakalamka.bandcamp.com, and that's J-U-B-A-K-A-L-A-M-K-A, and Juba's been a guest on the show previously, and this uh, recording was from like the 90s and was recently released, so I thought I would share this music with all of you listeners out there. We do have a lot of news stories to get to, and yikes, yikes. Uh, I, I used to provide trigger warnings, uh, before I really started with the show. And, um, oof, I don't know if that's even enough, but, uh, yikes, yikes, uh, where to even start. We do, I will be sharing upcoming events and action items that folks can take. There's a lot going on. There's always been a lot going on and I do feel that the more we can show up and there's a variety of ways that folks can show up, that's one way of... Taking action, and there's a lot of different ways to take action. I think I've already said that. I'm, I'm getting myself together. I also haven't had coffee in like five days. So we'll, we'll see how this is going to go. <sighs> when I put the show together, sometimes I, I put together a list of the stories I want to talk about, and it's not always in a chronological list in terms of, oh, I'll talk about this and then I'll go to there and there and there and sometimes there's a nice segue where oh we're talking about how cops are terrible which is a lot of the time. And other times I'll, like oh so I'll do those stories all together and I feel the thing that feels most pressing right now. I mean that's I, I can one cannot really compare because there's just a lot of terrible things happening. Wow. I really know how to sell this show, don't I? <sighs> Portland. So Thankfully, at least some more folks are showing up. And I'm using the word show up a lot. I know I repeat words a lot. And I feel like language is constantly evolving and wanting to be more inclusive with with language. And Step Up is ableist. So that's why I'm like, show up, show up. Okay, there we go. That's me explaining myself. Great. Ugh. Oh, yeah, I think I was going to rant too. I will be talking about Portland. So uh, where you know, military forces and unmarked vans are kidnapping and disappearing people. Some folks have been returned. So I don't. Oh, I also want to. I want to report accurate what I've been hearing. So there's th- that's been going on. So people have been protesting for 49 days in Portland, or at least 49 consecutive days, um, in regards to recent protests. And the federal government perhaps, are it's unclear as to where these troops are coming from, and they've just been attacking people willy nilly and it's been fucking disgusting. Now more and more uh, mainstream folks are picking up on it and are sharing that information with others. So I will be reading an article about that with more information than I just shared. So please do uh, wait for that. Um, I did want to rant about something that maybe feels a little bit more, I don't know, manageable maybe, but it's like the fucking mess that's next door which I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that if Nextdoor existed uh, during World War II, during the Holocaust, they would be like, oh, I think I see some, some Jewish folks or some queer folks or some communists. Well, um, they're all on my block. Maybe I should call the cops. Can someone call the cops on them, please? Thank you. That seems what, like what Nextdoor is. In San Francisco, it's like, oh, there's people in tents. Better call the cops. And it's, or something along those lines. And pretty much doing everything that they can except actually helping people where it's like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, no, I, I, oh, oh, I can't. Uh, uh. Um, instead of, I don't know, maybe pushing for uh, housing for all or healthcare for all or actually talking to people, being like, hey, what do you need right now? Would you like, do you need food? What can I do? Maybe just not doing anything at all. Maybe just letting people be. How hard is that? But there are people who are like, in the middle of a fucking pandemic, in the middle of creeping fascism, there are folks who are like, all you know, their biggest concern is that, oh, I there's an eyesore out there. Never mind the fact that uh, some of these folks are living in buildings where those very same folks who are on the streets have been evicted from. And it's just this kind of thing in, in this country where it's uh people have more anger at victims and survivors of violence, of state violence, people who are living in poverty. People who are angrier at the folks who are living in this than they are at the people who caused this. So never mind the fucking billionaires who live in the city who could very well pay for everyone to have fucking housing. No. Why why get angry at someone who actually could use their resources to help? No. They're going to get angry at the folks who are doing their best to survive. It makes me fucking live at a hate next door. Yet I'm on it. But why are you on it if it makes you angry, Roman? I don't know. I don't know. I've tried commenting maybe once or twice, and uh, it's uh, it's it's rough. It's rough. All right, that's a that there's a rant for you. Yeah. Okay, let's go into some news stories. I wasn't planning on talking too much today, but apparently, I oh I guess uh, I again I can't you know it's uh, I'm one of those people where I think there's some folks in the world where um, there's a fear of taking up too much space, and then there's folks who are like. What? What's that? I'm, I'm going to go wherever I want and say whatever I want and do whatever I want, and I don't care. And if you tell me that you're offended, oh, I'm going to just double down that much more. I'm of the former, where I'm like, oh, can I talk? Can I say what? Huh? Can I excuse me? And here I am with this show, and I'm like, oh, wait. Can I actually um say hi? Excuse me. um, Hello? Hi. Hi. um I have a um, – uh Okay. That's, that's kind of how I'm feeling. And with all that, I did lose track of what I was going to then say, oh, it's th- maybe that it's a fucking pandemic. Yeah, that's it. I try really hard to be, um, I guess good is a, that's a difficult word because who's to say what's good? I try to be kind and generous and courteous. And uh, during these times, it's really fucking hard. It's hard to be as kind as, and patient as I would like. Even riding, riding my bike over here, it's like, you know, you know, I stop for people and stuff, but there's times when I could be even, especially traffic-wise, I could be even more <sighs> patient. And, uh, nope, it's really difficult. And I'm, I would imagine that many other folks are also feeling this way. And on the roads, like, drivers are really, whew, reckless. And it's so tough because... I think so many folks are under pressure of various sorts, and it's really hard to, again, just to, to show up in ways that I think we would like or our ideal selves could be. And under best the best circumstances, best conditions where everyone has housing, everyone has food and health care, people's loved ones are safe, people's loved ones are not locked away, people's loved ones have not been harmed by state violence, Uh, We weren't contaminating our environment. We weren't worried about climate change. We weren't worried about our kids and future generations. We weren't uh, supporting a military abroad that's causing great harm. In another world, I feel like if all those conditions were, were true and were happening, we'd be treating each other a lot better we'd be treating ourselves a lot better. And also the fact that we've kind of that there are still folks who are not believing that COVID is real. There are folks who are not believing science is real. And things have some, in some places things have like things never closed down and some things are opening up again. And we're seeing more and more people become infected and more and more people dying. And in other countries, they're kind of like, okay, they sheltered in place. They took measures and now they're coming out of it. Here, it's, we haven't even seen the worst of it yet. And they're talking about opening up schools again, which is dangerous for the teachers and the children and all the folks who work at schools. And talking about opening up the economy even though everyone's fucking dying. (sighs) Not everyone, but yeah. My goal is not to bum anyone out, including myself. However, that's just what's been on my mind, and it feels helpful to at least get it out. And also, this is the United States. This is what it's based on, is violence and denial of the past. And until folks recognize that's what this country's about, that's what the history, it's not like things just suddenly got bad. Things were really fucking bad even before the pandemic. Things were really even bad before 2016. Things were really bad for a lot of fucking people. And things have just progressively gone more towards fascistic rule. And thankfully at least some folks are recognizing that that's the case and people are fighting back in any way that they can. But it's hard to, as long as I've been alive here, it's been living in a country that does not care about people or the environment. And people have been screaming for generations, saying, hey, this is fucked up. People deserve to survive. And greed has pushed people's needs to the back. And here we are. And things didn't have to be this way. It's not over yet. I don't want to get so morose. I don't want to. I know that there's, I do have some hope in me. it's just, it feels so frustrating knowing that people have been demanding for ages, since before I was born, since before you listeners were born. You listeners, that sounded weird. I didn't mean to say it that way. Before any of us even got here, maybe that way. People have been demanding for a more equitable society And there's a lot of folks who are no longer with us, who should be here. And I do believe if they were here, then we wouldn't be living the kind of world we're living in now. There are folks who are incarcerated and the rates of COVID in prisons is rising. And people shouldn't have even been there in the first place. But we criminalize poverty in this country. Uh, It does seem so fucking backwards. And I guess I'd rather, again be fucking depressing and tell the truth as I see it, then pretend everything's okay and, you know, dance around and fart. And I don't know why I said that, but like, I can't, I can't pretend that, oh, it's, I'm just going to distract myself for a while. And distracting is fine and good at some points. And then other times it's like knowing what's happening. And again, as I've said on the show before, I'm only sharing, Uh, just a a drop in the bucket, like a little bit of information. The time that I'm here every week, this is only the information, part of it's like stuff that I have, only that that I've heard, and that I feel like I have the energy to share with other folks that I even know about, that other folks know about. There's so much else that's happening out there that we might might never know or people might not find out until we're gone. There's so much that's happening right this very second. And we don't really have a chance to Sit and pause and think about things, or to talk about our feelings. I mean, I, I would imagine that would be fucking awesome to be in a world where I was like, okay, let's sit for a while. Like everyone wants to, can, has time to meditate. We can discuss our traumas and our feelings and be open about it and find ways to reconcile, ways to care for each other, ways to atone for the past. And instead, we just keep going full speed ahead time to mourn, time to grieve, which is like a never-long process. It's ongoing. And the speed, the speed of things, going nowhere. Like, get up, go, gotta do this. Get up, go to work, go to school, do this. Da-da-da-da. Everyone's just being pushed so fast to do so much, and... With so little as a result. Oh wow. Okay, and that's maybe why I stopped doing comedy. All right. Let's read about Portland. I will uh, not necessarily getting it out of the way. There's also some positive news stories happening. I probably should have. That should have. I should have led with that. I should have led with that. But like, hey, there are some great things happening. Organizers and strikes and yeah, yeah, great things happening. We'll talk about some difficult things first, but then positive things happening. Um. So I'm a bit late for that. I don't really edit the show. Uh, So hopefully you're still listening. Great. Okay. And one of those positive things I will be talking about later is that there's a housing movement happening in Philadelphia. There's not a lot of news around it or as much as there could be. So I will be sharing that. And that's um, in relation to, I guess, folks uh, with Moms for Housing in Oakland. And then there are folks in San Francisco who took over a house. So it's similar. There's like, there's like vacant houses and there's people who need homes. It's a no brainer. Obviously, people should have homes. It doesn't, anyway. But unfortunately, under capitalism, we gotta like. Ugh, God, this world is so fucking dumb. Okay, let's start off with Portland. Um, this is an article that came out on the fourteenth, so it's a few days ago. But these, this has still been happening, and uh, this is from the Portland Mercury. Um, Crossing the line, and this is by Alex Zelinsky. This came out on July 14th, 2020. You could find this at PortlandMercury.com. Oh. In the in this past three years, in City Hall, Mayor Ted Wheeler has proudly positioned himself as a leader in the resistance to fuckface, excuse me, that's my word, Donald Trump's administration. But in the face of nightly protests he's eager to put an end to, Wheeler's critiques of Trump's heavy-handed orders have softened. Late Saturday evening, federal officers shot a nonviolent protester in the head with a less lethal, and that's in quotations, munition, sending 26-year-old Donovan Labella to the hospital in critical condition. This incident was just the latest in a string of assaults on the public by federal officers who had been sent to Portland by Trump to protect federal property like downtown Portland's Mark Hatfield Federal Courthouse. One video from the same night captured a federal officer violently pinning a protester to the ground as the protester appeared to be having a seizure. Other clips show people running through thick clouds of tear gas as officers shot rubber bullets into their backs. But the video of LaBella standing with his hands in the air, hoisting a boombox over his head as an officer shoots at his head was the breaking point for most public officials. By Sunday afternoon, Governor Kate Brown, U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, and a the majority of Portland City Council have released statements condemning the violence inflicted on Portlanders by federal officers dressed for combat. Wheeler was one of the last elected officials to chime in. A person was seriously injured in Portland last night, he said. In a Sunday evening press release, this should not have happened. This vague and impersonal statement artfully avoided casting blame on the officers who've been working side-by-side with Portland police to suppress protests. Wheeler instead pivoted back to previous talking points, chastising people who've engaged in quote-unquote nightly violence, and directing Portland Police Chief Chuck Lovell to end this violence as quickly as possible. Since Lovell has no control over the actions of federal police, it's clear Wheeler is asking Lovell to stifle actions of the public. In the past, Wheeler has been quick to rebuke federal officers following Trump's commands. In 2018. Wheeler famously discouraged PPB officers from providing backup to federal police responding to protests at Portland's U.S. Immigrant and Customs Enforcement headquarters. At the time, he seemed to take pleasure in being the foil to the Fed's anti-protest crackdown. But two years later, the narrative has shifted. In 2018, fighting with federal law enforcement was an easy way for Wheeler to collect points from progressive voters. In 2020, however, Throwing barbs at Trump's officers could impede Wheeler's mission to swiftly end p- anti-police demonstrations, a request coming from, coming directly from downtown business lobbyists and Portland's rank-and-file police union. And I'm going to interject here. Uh, one way to end it is uh, for the police to stop fucking killing people so you can de- defund the police, and then there won't be more protests about it. It's, oh, gosh. Okay. It's an understandable hesitation. Federal police are granted power that Portland officers are not. The officers sent by Trump's Department of Homeland Security, including members of BORTAC, which is U.S. Border Patrol's equivalent to a SWAT team, are not beholden to the recent court orders and state laws limiting Portland officers' ability to use weapons on protesters. While PPB must declare a riot and make an announcement before firing tear gas into a crowd, federal agents have shot canisters of gas into the street without warning. On Sunday, Wheeler said he had asked the federal government to adhere to the same directives as PPB when it comes to crowd-control munitions. It's clear that federal police have no interest in politely abiding. Passively allowing federal police to assist PPB officers in curtailing these demonstrations isn't the only way Wheeler's worked to undermine the lingering protests. For the past month, Wheeler has worked hard to divide Portland protesters into categories, based on their chosen methods of protest. At the root of his critique is the the idea that the hundreds of protesters who continue to hold demonstrations in the city aren't genuine in their calls for police accountability, simply because a few in the crowd have committed crimes. To be clear, these criminal acts, setting fire to a statue, breaking windows, and throwing rocks at police, pale in comparison to the injuries law enforcement has inflicted on the public over the past 45 days. Deep purple wounds from rubber bullets, blistering burns from fire-hot munitions, head injuries from police batons, lasting psychological trauma, the list of public harm is long. And I am going to interject again by saying this, of course, reminds me of just times when there's been police violence here in the Bay Area, and when folks have, we've showed up, and police have fired, like, I don't even know what some of the fucking weapons are, either... Maybe not tear gas, but some smoke, something. I don't know. Definitely flashbangs. I can't even fucking articulate or remember precisely what has been done. Yet while I was reading this article, it's like, oh, remember that time? And there's another time. And, like, I'm also – I don't want to share too much personal information. Um, And that's another thing, too, that I hate so much about this fascistic world is that in terms of telling the truth. I want to tell the truth. I want to share personal stories and then there's a risk of, like, I don't want to, like, implicate myself or others or any anyone else. So I kind of withhold from telling some stories. And I think storytelling, of course, is what can unite us. And there's something really u- universal about sharing experiences and folks can really understand, for folks who do have empathy, understand what people are going through. And I've been in these situations with, like, dealing with fucking police that have – like, they're horribly traumatic. And, again, uh, 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 I've – I've survived, and I'm able to, like, you know, share these stories, and at the same time, there's still a risk at doing so. And I'll try to be, and since there's been many instances of this uh, in my my personal life, there was one time when I was at a protest, and I, (sighs) we're kind of instructed for based on, anyway, the idea was not to, like, I was there for, with a, how to, I don't even know how to like communicate exactly what was going on. But we were taught to um, not really, how do I say this? Uh, Someone who I hadn't seen for a while came up to me and I wasn't really able to engage with them in a way I would have liked due to the situation at hand. And I was kind of, I think, stern or gruff with them or that's how it felt to me. I, I didn't mean to be. It just was kind of like I had to assert a boundary at that time and it felt really bad because I didn't. I didn't want to, it was more just like the situation at the time. And that's kind of what came up for me just while I was reading this article. So, again, this is, it might seem so minor compared to folks who have like lost their fucking lives by police. And it's like the violence, their violence extends so far, and the psychological trauma is so fucking deep. Oh, gosh. Okay. Wheeler has further divided the movement by only elevating voices. In the black community who support his own criticisms, not giving the same platform to concerns raised by other black leaders who support the ongoing demonstrations, including his fellow city commissioner Joanne Hardesty. On Monday, Trump boasted that his officers had quelled violence in Portland, but warned, and again, like it's the police who are causing the fucking violence. Oh, it makes me so angry. Okay. Uh, But warned that the feds may still take over cities to combat rising crime stemming from protests. The only crime I see is coming from police. And again, It's like the criminalization of poverty. Like, it's, oh gosh, I'm so angry. Okay. Hours later, Wheeler told reporters that he didn't have a problem with Trump deploying federal police to Portland to defend government buildings. What I have a problem with is them leaving federal property and going out onto the streets of this community and escalating an already tense situation like they did the other night, he said. But that's a clunky place to draw the line, given that federal officers were standing on federal property when they shot LaBella. It's still unclear where Wheeler will draw the line when it comes to assaults on Portlanders. Yet Wheeler has been clear and honest about one thing. Portland continues to be used as a staging ground for violence night after night, he said on Sunday. This is causing unprecedented harm to our communities, livelihoods, and Portlanders continue to fear for their safety. But it's time Wheeler acknowledges who is truly bringing this violence into our community, unarmed 20-somethings in black hoodies or heavily armed law enforcement Prepared for war. Ugh. So again, you can find this at PortlandMercury.com. Portland and of course, more information has happened. It's continued to happen in the last few days. And this article came out on July 14th. Whew. I'm going to take a breather. I'm going to play more music from Technology Delivered, which is the name of the uh, album, 9194, uh, by He Who Walks Three Ways. And this is called The Sun and the Hummingbird.
0: Sun which is the center of the universe and here I go here I go with the first verse reality check and now yours has been minded blinded by the third rail but realm is for the blind sublime is not the temple mental to the lovely coming from above me me as your brains guys slide out a neutral natural momentum Been by the speaker spoken on the flex rest mean I'm the king bringing to the followers I was the power sure they shower me with graces and the smiling faces places in my dome now maintain me you can't shame me or blame me for your downfall I Live on the obtuse angle, tangled in the web of a spider. Beside her I lay, swayed to the dreadlock in a stand. cut me to the left of some FM band. Branded as a speaker, the keeper of the rhythm. Cause I'm giving them pleasure and treasure in the three walks. i trace the outline of those who didn't shout my name and fame. Shame. <laughs>
1: Excuse me, confused ones I said so long ago Before I went low and linked up a show With Leon, I don't know my credo My motto was the who-gat for who-dats We did that so it's thick can chew gooey like me gat But who gets the new sets of new gear in the new year Not me or them that walk three So you see why I both the notion. Talking that the big lip motion folks the notions of lotion, voting in ponds of Jergens. And jerkin' brothers making you S-Bonds, man. I ain't faking so I just keep working. The game maintain your trust of lame brain. I busted M-Dust wipe, 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 swipe, swipe from a super sniper, stupid just might get smacked with a pipe if they pipe up. Hype rhymes I tape up on the three-letter keyboard if they'd ever be boy with me on granddad, But you can't have and you don't have cause you won't have all the calls enough to call a bluff of a hum did it da Starting in the garden quick fast but not flying too far off the handle the man of art is handling the word on the third string strumming hits the coming the drumming the coming that coming that mumbling of the hummingbird. Here comes the sun and the hummingbird. Cause this is my day. A pause with the bird who hummed Two words on Friday. The train they came on Sunday for the fun day for the why day. Do this or that Addend or then do that. Trip over my lips and for your ass I got a hat. Now the sun she'll mind you and remind you of your past. My past is my dad's
0: trunk full of jazz. Which is apple for the sample and a fist full of fury. Here comes the judge so you beat the jury. The hangman don't gangbang. The sun ain't the moon. Two cheeks to go to DBC at noon with a tangan, I drink like an astronaut, now I get good and you just get out.
1: part of town. and They are really tough. And they got toothpicks on the side of the mouth and a hat on sideways, sideways and you got sideways. the pants on backwards, you know. Just rebelling against To stand in place, you're front, you fronted Bitch, you're bitch, you're snatch, you fast Not getting what you wanted Living from the spot, you ain't haunted, and hunted Swinging to my throat, and shit to token You are getting blunted, or blinded Check a check, now yours is just been minded Pick a pick, what goes inside your nose Cause that's the only place you'll find it So A, man Cause I, I look
0: look down the third leg Dude, it is due to risk I met you and I was glad, glad Glad that my mom and dad had me. Now he in a three-way walk. So now I just talk. An afro picking my tappity. It's sad to see you going off the booty. Playing you like you a kid's name, Rudy. Cause you're C. No glass, no glass. I guess you can just kiss my big fat ass. Big fat
3: Everybody, I was
1: picking on the three. So off my dick. Oh, yes, y'all, leave me alone. Get out my bone, my biscuit. You <laughs> Mr. the Mr. I'm mm-hmm. stuck in your whiskers. Again, I'm like the blisters. As if my fist was filled to the wrist with bills. full from a big lift, twist show. But to get Cisco to watch me think I'm sickening. Milling in the midst of the agony, as fresh you feel now. I plow apart now. A cot with oxygen. So we infuse off the parts for the niggas who and mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. am mm-hmm. the space and the line and the links that delineate the hypocrites. You grab the mic like they stabbed the witch and try to sca- so hippo, hippo, lipo, fuck the With of anger, danger,
0: danger, will Robinson Cause I'm popping one or two or three or four Nine knockers, but I heard couple fuckers I my but they're probably spirit chugas Now, ching, 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 and I'm the porcupine Orressa, yet I'm just a beast of swine Clogging their teeth and weak The and it's sun. Niggas got me out there like I got no nuts, got me out there like Time to make the donut, community huh? Community found examples and we looked them up We dropped the old nuts, man, to see who would scoop them up They're in your hand, they're in your hand, they're in your hand Damn, grand, why they so bland? And bass and basic and basically weak From week to week and they speak unspoken Speckles like Echo and
1: Dr. Becker what the dumb shit, you woozies Is FDS the best? Oh yes, the deodorizing pussy If this ass, who played the role and roll until my next show Rex the king, I'll grab him by the head offer him a chewie? I don't don't need. Yeah, I Yeah, I don't I do I don't Yeah,
0: I I not
1: don't
3: Gone.
1: am
2: going to go. I'm
4: going to go. I'm going to go. I'm going
5: to go. I'm the made Yeah!
0: feeling lonely, and you bit me when you was on stage, now I'm in a rage, I come out like Luke Cage. I am a rock, I am an
1: island, but now I'm stranded, because my style wasn't I written, done. and now I'm smitten, and I'm I got top billing, but you smacked me, and you smacked
0: me. Ah! I don't understand how you can take the data, because my data won't make you no greater. Is you a hater, or is you a lover? Are you the shame? Is you the
1: same? Is you feeling lame? I think I ought to name. I'm hungry, came with your hambre, and now I got your number and your number, because you slumber slumbered in your sleep. I need a box to put my
0: lunch in, to put my lunch in, I got your lunch in.
1: Not, not, stop cause now I'm writing. No, I don't write on because I the got a, brain.
0: And and the to the a Now I gotta back you up.
2: And welcome back to the weekly review. And thought we'd shift this subject a little bit to something a little bit more uh I don't know, maybe less intense. So how about uh Israel-Palestine? So, uh, and I'm not kidding. excuse me so there's a great org called jewish voice for peace that folks can support there's many chapters around the country and got a recent email from them about upcoming events that folks can participate in register information all that stuff uh what uh, is my brain already going it's not even one o'clock okay so there is an upcoming event called the zionist movement and mizrahi women right-wing feminism of Feminism of Color in the State of Israel, featuring Dr. Smadar Lavi. And this is happening this Sunday, July nope, – nope, not this Sunday. Take that back. Sunday, July 26, 2020, from 3 to 5, uh, PST, and um, PM, PST. And I'll read a little bit about this. Jewish Voice for Peace for uh, in the Bay Area is grateful to host Professor Smadar Lavi speaking on the Zionist movement and Mizrahi women, right-wing feminism of color – in the state of Israel. Professor Lavi's presentation will analyze the historical support of Israel's majority citizenry, the Mizrahim, in the state's ultra-nationalist right through the historical analysis of the relationship between the Zionist movement and Mizrahi women. The talk will review the reasons why Mizrahi women in Israel paradoxically support right-wing anti-Arab politics even as they protest against the economic policies of the right-wing government and the state's intra-Jewish racism. Wow. So that's a lot. I definitely need to learn a lot about that. So you can register by going to tinyurl.com forward slash jvp-lavie, and that's L-A-V-I-E. Again, tinyurl.com forward slash jvp-lavie. Next up, and again, there's so much to learn. I recognize I come here and I'm not a person who says, oh, I know everything about everything. Nope. There's so much out in the world and constantly learning, constantly evolving, making mistakes and being wrong about things and learning more. And that's all we can ask for, right? So next up is a deadly exchange, U.S.-Israel police partnership. So one cannot – I guess it's this is actually related. I definitely did a segue unintentionally, and that's the cops. A lot of the cops in the U.S. are trained by Israeli military. So – This is uh, A Deadly Exchange, U.S.-Israel Police Partnership, and this is happening Tuesday, July 21st, 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, and it's gonna be a live event. Uh, Join AMP Bay Area for a webinar on the relationship between U.S. Police and the Israeli Defense Forces, IDF, as speakers discuss the ways in which American police brutality is further reinforced by the exchange of practices and techniques taught by Israeli forces. Guest speakers include Laura Kiswani, Ethnic Studies Lecturer at SF State, uh, Executive Director of the Arab Resource and Organizing Center, AROC. Raz Ceylon, who's an educator, organizer, and musical artist. And Aaron Frati, who's the Executive Director at Researching the American-Israeli Alliance. The discussion will include information on the deadly exchange programs between American police and the IDF, police brutality in America, and ways in which communities can get involved on the local level to help stop these programs. They have a link to register, and that's tinyurl forward slash deadly exchange 721. The number is 721. Deadly exchange 721. Next up Conversations with Movement Elders, a webinar series from JVP NYC. Like all of JVP, JVP NYC is grateful and blessed to be an intergenerational community. We are lucky to count so many movement elders as part of our membership. As the right aims to seize even more power during this pandemic, we must learn from our leaders who have seen this before. Join us for a series interviewing movement elders within the JVP NYC community, and for f- you can sign up for future conversations and view previous recordings. And they provide a link that I've clicked on. It's being brought to the site. Okay. And you can also, as well as the conversations with Movement Elders, it's um, through secureeveryaction.com. Let's see if there's another way to get there. Uh, That's probably the best link for it. So, oh, here we go. No, here's an easier link. jvp.org forward slash Movement Elders. So this is happening Wednesday, July 8th. Wait, that already happened. Okay, so maybe this is something previous that happened. Oh, this is a previous event that happened. Oh, I'm confused. Okay, Wednesdays. Oh, it's Wednesdays. It's an ongoing thing. Cool. Okay, so again, jvp.org forward slash movement elders. Cool. All right. Done. Okay, that's done. Next up. What's up next? I haven't decided yet. Let's go down the list and see. Um, uh, we're going to have some more safe streets in San Francisco that's cool they're shutting down some more streets that's cool Gordon Moore recently tweeted about that upcoming events yeah upcoming events so yes there's a lot of turmoil turmoil's not really even covering the whole thing um, however there's so many organizations and organizers and people and so much going on and there's a lot of ways for folks to show up and that's what gives me hope is recognizing how many ways folks can tune in and show up and so so Coming up on Monday, July 20th, there's a San Francisco City Hall Strike for Black Lives. And this is from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's a protest uh, that organized by SEIU Local 1021. And this is happening at San Francisco City Hall. There's a Facebook event listing for this as well. And the description from IndieBay, which you can find at IndieBay.org. They have a lot. I get a lot of information from them. Please do support them. And um, I don't know if they you can subscribe. Maybe you can. they have a lot of great information there. Yes, you can subscribe. They have a calendar of a lot of other information that's happening in the Bay Area. So uh, they say, our unions have vision for a just society where all workers are valued and all people are respected, no matter where we are from or the color of our skin. All families deserve to thrive in a more just and equitable. I'm guessing they left. Okay. In a more just and equitable world. Um, But until Black communities and other communities of color can thrive, none of our communities can truly thrive. We also understand that the fundamental challenges to our vision are structural racism, corporate power, widening inequality, and the defunding of public services. These obstacles are all intertwined, and they all disproportionately harm communities of color and other vulnerable populations. COVID-19 and the resulting economic crisis have hit Black and brown communities the hardest, and yet the proposals we have heard from City Hall have centered around further defunding vital frontline public services in order to balance the budget on the backs of workers and the communities we serve. We cannot allow this. Working people need San Francisco to work for us all, not just the wealthy and elite. We need a robust investment in public services that protect vulnerable people and combat the effects of systemic racism. We need to hold corporations accountable and ensure they pay their fair share To fund these services, we need to guarantee that all working people have the right to join a union, have power at work, and a seat at the table. We need bold structural change to build a San Francisco and a world we can be proud of for generations to come. Uh, The unions and organizations uh, who have signed on to this, SEIU Local 1021, United Educators of San Francisco, SEIU UHW, San Francisco Labor Council, Teamsters Local 350, Jobs with Justice San Francisco, and IFPTE Local 21. For more information on the nationwide strike for black lives and a full list of all supporting organizations, go to IndieBay.org forward slash news items, forward slash 2020, forward slash 7, slash 15, slash 188, Three five, one one two dot PHP you can also find this uh, going to indiebay.org while I was reading this I uh, felt like I you know the dentist when they have that little vacuum sucky thing that kind of like sucks in the, the uh, extra the excess liquid in your mouth I'm sure there was a, a name for that uh, I really could have used that while I was reading that anyway that's my personal information also on Monday July 20th, you can support striking McDonald's workers. So in Oakland, at 11 a.m. at Mosswood Park, uh, 3612 Webster Street, Oakland, uh, join McDonald's workers for a march from Mosswood Park to the Telegraph McDonald's, where frontline workers have been striking for their lives. In May, a COVID outbreak spread through workforce due to a complete lack of PPE and safety measures, infecting workers, family members, and forcing dozens to quarantine Workers are demanding safe working conditions, compensation for sick and quarantine workers, and essential worker pay. And they have a link where you can RSVP. And if you there's a site, um, J20StrikeForBlackLives.org. Um, there's um, you can find act, uh, events in your area. So there's a lot happening around the country. So no matter where you're living, um, well, in the United States, I should say. Uh, they have a list of actions that are happening. So, again, all across the country. So, j20strikeforblacklives.org forward slash take action. Uh, you can li- find the list. They have a thing. Take action, a thing. Wow, they have a thing. to me being a newscaster. Uh, yeah, the thing happened once. Uh, yeah. Um, however, if you go to the website, Strike for Black Lives, there's a take action tab at the top, and you can click on that and find actions in your area okay i was also gonna say i'm also thinking of there was a trans woman who's working at a burger king this happened i think within the last week and she i believe caught covid and so she she caught covid and then the fucking manager or somebody i shouldn't say that because i'm not sure anyway part of burger king management then blamed it on her taking hormones which is so fucked up and transphobic and so many of her coworkers, there there's a big rally Um, I'm going to find more information on that so I can share that. But it was just so fucked up and transphobic that it's like, oh, gosh. Um, Let's see what we can find here. Um, Burger King, let's see. Oh, yeah, business insider. Burger King workers went on strike saying a manager blamed – oh, yeah, I was right. manager blamed their trans colleagues – oh, she died. Ugh. Her, um, their, their trans colleagues' coronavirus death on injecting hormones. So fucked up. So there's an article by Canela Lopez that came out on July 14th. You can find on uh, Business Insider and there's a picture of someone holding a sign. Di su nombre, Angela Martinez Gomez, una mujer trans uh, murió después de mostrar sintomas de covid Oh, man, my Spanish is really lacking. I'm going to say de sniff but that's fucking French, man. Oh, jeez. Oh, I'm not going to pretend. Okay, my apologies. Um, So I'll read a little bit about the article, and I'm so disappointed in myself that I can't remember what 19 is in Spanish. Oh man. Okay, so I'm gonna read a little bit about this uh, article, and diecinueve, (sighs) diecinueve. Okay. Um, workers at Santa Monica Burger King went on strike this week after Angela Martinez Gomez, a transgender colleague of theirs, died from COVID-19, reports KTLA. One employee filed a complaint with the Los Angeles Department of Health about the health precautions at the location that might have led to Gomez's death. The complaint has also stated that a manager blamed Gomez's death on injecting hormones, which is so fucked up, referring to hormone replacement therapy, which has not been linked to increasing risk of COVID-19. Estrogen, a hormone typically prescribed to trans women, was being tested on cisgender men as a possible way to lessen the effects of COVID-19. Burger King, uh, there's a Burger King saying that they value people, and they are investigating the report that transphobic comments were made, and they also have more information there. So the folks went on strike in support of their colleague. So in protest, Garcia... Um, so Yolanda Santiago Garcia, um, who is the w- who filed a complaint, were uh, 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 Garcia and other Burger King workers refused to work instead staging a demonstration outside the diner over the weekend. Um, and she also had filed a complaint. Featuring Garcia, f- complaint featured a list of accusations describing dangerous conditions at the Burger King at 1919 Pico Boulevard, including infrequent cleaning of high-touch surfaces, lack of face masks, and lax enforcement of social distancing. Gomez went home sick on June 29th, and she died a week later. According to Garcia, at least one other co-worker has come down with coronavirus symptoms since Gomez left her last shift. And there's more information. and of... Uh, On this article, and again, you can find that at BusinessInsider.com. Okay. Next up, yeah, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go for one more thing, and then I'm going to take a break and rest my voice a little bit. Um, This is a teach-in that's happening on Wednesday, July 22nd. July twenty-second, and this is from Indie Bay: History of Alcatraz and Mass Incarceration in America Today. Uh, wow, just like there's so much going on. Uh, this is a teaching that's happening, organized by the San Francisco Public Library. Um, there is an RSVP link I will share. Troy Williams, founder and director of Restorative Media and host of the Troy Williams Journal, served 25 years in prison facilities. Williams, along with a National Park Service Alcatraz Park Ranger, will discuss mass incarceration in America. Learn how the history of incarceration at Alcatraz informs us about the state of incarceration today with a special focus on incarceration and re-entry during the current pandemic, protests, and uprisings. For more information, go to sfpl.org forward slash events, uh, forward slash 2020, forward slash 722. President, I'm going to click on this link and see if there's another way I can share this information. Where folks might be able to find it a little bit sooner. Yes. So, again, if you go to the San Francisco Public Library page, page sfpl.org, under events and exhibits, you will find this. Presentation, Alcatraz, and mass incarceration. Wednesday, July 22nd, 7 to 8.30 p.m. All right. I am going to – you can also make reservations. And also be simultaneously broadcast on the San Francisco Public Library YouTube channel. Cool. I didn't know they had a YouTube channel. Awesome. All right. Woo. Uh, I'm going to take a break, play some more music, and we'll be back after this. And, again, you can find the music uh, – at jubakalamka.bandcamp.com This song is called Downloading.
1: Microsoft, Dandy, Candy, Alliance. You're
5: coming from the cave while I look up to your science. It's the work of the abominable showman, you might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. very funny. But proving beyond question the supremacy of mind over matter. And now,
1: what you have regretted, you have become an obstacle in my mind. the consequential conglomeration of matter will be destroyed by the power of my mind. <laughs> here, I, here,
0: I, here I go, here I come. Damn, I like you. Hey!
6: Der Rap-Szene von Chicago. Duro Riggs, West Fiction Street, ist ein Zentrum des Rap in Chicago. Musiker, Kontrolleist, Kulturkramer, Produzent. Ein großer, extrem schwerer Branche mit klaren individuellen Ansichten. Rap in Chicago sei anders als in New York und LA. Es ist eine mündliche Zeitung, ein Kommunikationsmedium des Alltags. I'm the master of ceremony, hosts and the current parties.
3: Actually,
0: there's one kid that I met. It's named DJ Beard. It, it literally feels like for me to, kids come kids to, come to come room room down room to one room. time. Bei jedem dinner kommt home Lower Links, nehmt die Bahn Richtung west new park get on block und ihr seid da. <lacht> And, and my database is at a pace. Master H couldn't need a house. Double click my mouse, then I'll turn the party out. I'm up. Pass the face I might. pass my down to me this and I'll hit you with the last word. The password. I mean that backwards. My still are graphic. I've been telepathic. Watch me get drastic and catch a little wreck. Booming once, Five thousand, booming once, Five thousand, day of the heart Five thousand, day to the heart, Five
1: thousand, day of the art. Five thousand, day the the heart. Hey grand, the it on your finger. Everybody say it, yeah, my finger.
2: And welcome back to the Weekly Review. And we've got uh, somewhat of a continuation of a story a little bit. mentioned before the break that there's going to be an upcoming event about Alcatraz and the history of incarceration in America. And I'm going to talk a lot right now. I don't know if it's a lot, but we are going to talk right now, oh, take a deep breath, about what's happening at San Quentin. And among San Quentin and many other jails and prisons in the country, there's a staggering rates of COVID-19. As folks who are incarcerated are not being protected or given the safety that they need. So I wanted to share a letter from Than Tran, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, who is uh, at San Quentin. Who, uh, So folks at San Quentin have demands, and TGI Justice Project, which is a great organization folks can support, and also follow them on Twitter, at TGIJP. Um, uh, so uh, Than Tran is currently incarcerated at San Quentin and is gravely ill from the virus, and has provided a statement that I'm going to share right now google doc and also if you f- if you follow tgijp on twitter they have shared this on july 15th at 12 27 p.m so you can also find a link there uh the, the google doc address is pretty long so it's probably best just to find tgijp on twitter and then click on their link statement from Than tran uh so Than writes this uh i write this after three days of being curled into a fetal position fighting off COVID 19. for a week now shrieks of a man down of man down followed by alarms have become my alarm clock i count at least five emergency alarms medical alarms a day over 30 people hospitalized in my building alone this past week after fighting excruciating headaches and vomiting all that i am given to heal myself is a box lunch which is now served for breakfast lunch and dinner we have not been allowed to use the payphone for over two weeks now We are given showers once every five days, showering with 40 to 50 other people at a time, 18 shower heads, one foot apart, in a building with no ventilation, creating a sauna-like effect. I was COVID tested in late June in an attempt to transfer me to another prison. By this time, efforts have already been made to separate COVID positives from the negatives. That same day, I was placed back into the same building with the same sick men. That same day, I showered in that same sauna-like shower and listened to people discuss how sick they were. That same day, I had to walk down the, the tier, down to the first tier to pick up my dinner tray in a line of 40 to 50 people and then walk back up. Two days later, I was showing symptoms. I washed my hands, I wore my mask, I was locked into a cell. 23 hours a day I slept head to foot with my celly and I was infected with COVID-19 to add insult to injury I was sick and bedridden when I received my test results that read COVID-negative this is what it looks like to test someone and then try to transfer them this is the sickest I've been in my life this is the most alone I've ever been in my life I've asked multiple nurses to give me medicine but to no avail so far I only do oxygen tests. I only see people who tested positive already. Put in a sick call form. The most painful but common response so far, okay, I'll be right back, but never do they come back. I get it. There's not enough of them to see someone is showing symptoms but hasn't tested positive yet. That doesn't make it right. COVID negatives are still being forced to sell with people who are COVID positive. Men in Badger section are forced to be on 23-hour lockdown in a 4x9 cell with no electricity to even boil a cup of coffee, not mention a soup. Men in the medical tents are experiencing the same. No human being deserves to be sick and placed into what would be considered inhumane and unconstitutional conditions, even if COVID-19 wasn't there to compound the problem. I'm begging you to see how we suffer. I'm begging you to open up your hearts to compassion and not politics. I'm begging you to hear us and please, Gavin Newsom, save our lives. We are dying in here. So again, this is a demand from the people, one of the people who's incarcerated at San Quentin. And you can find the demands. Oh, sorry, you can find the demands at bit.ly forward slash stop San Quentin. And I'm clicking on this link right now. On May 30th, 2020, so we can also hashtag stop San Quentin Outbreak Demands. So I believe that's probably the uh, the full link. Um having difficulty. Seeing it come up. Yes. So bit.ly forward slash stop San Quentin outbreak demands. And so on May 30th, 2020, CDCR transferred 121 incarcerated individuals from California Institution for Men's Prison, known as a hotspot for COVID 19 at the same time, to San Quentin State Prison. This led to a growing outbreak at San Quentin, which prior to the transfer had zero COVID 19 cases. Today, over 2,000 incarcerated people have tested positive at San Quentin State Prison and at least 12 people have died by COVID-19. Demands from incarcerated community at San Quentin State Prison. It is impossible to ensure the safety of incarcerated people living in prisons that are operating well above the capacity they were designed to house. Therefore, we demand one, Governor Newsom and California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation, CDCR, must grant large scale releases and begin the process of drastically reducing the overall population to below 50% of current capacity following the recommendations of health care quality issued by amending amend. In order to achieve this level of decarceration, Governor Newsom must grant releases without categorical, categorical exclusions based on crimes of conviction. Governor Newsom must prioritize the release of transgender people who are at disproportionate risk of harm and violence in prison, and CDCR must ensure access to hormones immediately before and after their release. Simultaneously, these individual excuse me, these immediate actions must happen to stop the outbreak across San Quentin State Prison, all California state prisons and ICE detention facilities. Two, the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation must stop transferring incarcerated individuals from one California prison to another, current harm prevention methods have failed and any further transfers will undoubtedly lead to the spread of the virus and the creation of the new prison hotspots, of new prison hotspots. Three, Governor Newsom and the California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation must stop notification and transfers between CDCR and ICE for immigrants who have completed their time. ICE transfers and another death are another death sentence for people funneled into ICE detention during the pandemic. Four, ongoing and adequate testing must be provided to 100% of incarcerated people and prison staff immediately. Additionally, incarcerated people must be provided with free cleaning supplies and personal protective equipment. Five, um, prison, did I say five? Okay, the previous one was four. This is five. Prison staff and correctional officers must be regulated to working and moving in only one part of the prison to avoid actively spreading the virus across the prison. To improve the living conditions of folks incarcerated during this global pandemic, these demands must be met. Six, COVID-19 has forced CDCR to shut down all in-prison programming, halting credit learning, oppor- credit earning opportunities, for incarcerated people, which would allow them to accelerate their release dates. CDCR must expand credit-earning opportunities during the pandemic to allow incarcerated people to, to participate in programming and work toward accelerating their release date. 7. CDCR must provide personal protective equipment, PPE, sanitizer, hygiene products, and other essential goods, stamps, envelopes, food for free now though the end of the pandemic now through the end of the pandemic note from incarcerated people on death row sanitizer should be distributed daily not once every five days eight all visiting has been suspended since the pandemic began three months ago um cutting off and this is again this is uh from may uh, cutting off contact between incarcerated people and their families and communities as we know Ongoing connections with outside community and family members is an essential support system to incarcerated people and their loved ones during these times and always. We demand free televisiting privileges, a timeline for resumption of non-contact visits for the general population in the scaling up to modified contact visiting in, and uh, the installation of existing JPay email kiosks at San Quentin and housing units to facilitate communication between loved ones and a timeline to reinstate family visiting. There are not enough telephones at San Quentin to meet the needs of incarcerated people calling home. We demand expanded phone access. CDCR should not attempt to further monetize these calls. All phone calls should be free, beginning now, at least continuing through the duration of the pandemic. And then a note from On Death Row. A majority of the people who have died from COVID-19 in San Quentin State Prison were on death row. Although Governor Newsom issued a moratorium on executions in 2019, he has allowed for the preventable deaths of people previously sentenced to death by refusing to adequately respond to the COVID-19 outbreak and decarcerate the prison population, in just two weeks, more people have died by forced crowding and cruel negligence during the COVID-19 outbreak than were executed by the death penalty in California in the last 18 years. Instead of asking how people living all day in single cells contracted a potentially deadly virus, news outlets too often report callously on the increasing loss of life in on death row, smearing details from old reports and mugshots onto headlines and screens. This dehumanization... This dehumanization ignores how state inaction and the cruel reality of mass incarceration cause the deaths that are occurring at San Quentin. We need mass releases without categorical exclusions, including for our community members on death row and who are serving life without parole LWOP sentences, who have also been dedicating themselves to healing and rehabilitation for decades despite their sentence and whose families love them and will support a safe re-entry. Hashtag Stop San Quentin Outbreak, (sighs) and you can join the conversation using the toolkit bit.ly forward slash Stop SQ Outbreak Toolkit. And there's a media toolkit. Yes, right there. Okay, bit.ly Stop SQ Outbreak Toolkit. Okay, I am going to rest my voice for a while. I am going to play some more music. Uh, again from he who walks three ways find this at jubakalamka.bandcamp.com and we'll be back uh, after this stay tuned God boy So coming towards the end of the program here, I'm gonna share a few quick news items, and then we plan some video clips from Philadelphia. Uh, first thing, let's see. Oh, this is a. Th- this is a th- okay, so um, on Twitter, this was shared by someone at um, tweet me underscore um, n i k k i, who says I've been learning ASL with an app called Sign School, and just thought the TL should get hip. It's free. And so if folks are interested in learning uh, ASL, check out Sign School, free way to learn. Also, there's um, some stuff happening in Russia that's not so good uh, for trans folks, so I wanted to share that as well. I'm on a few mailing lists. And I have had a, ru- a trans-Russian activist on the show many years ago, and by many, it could be maybe three, four years at this point. It's hard to recall. And I'm having difficulty pulling this up, uh, let's see um hmm. um okay i'll put that on my i'll put a pin in that and see if i can find that before the end of the program but i do want to uh just read a few more events that are happening and ways for folks to show up uh quick things here and uh, maybe quick's not the right right word here but um also there's um, no name at n-o-n-a-m-e on twitter has shared uh, black indigenous solidarity Chicago today uh, to fund CPD, free them all, decolonize, uh, and my apologies if I'm mispronouncing that. Um, so this was shared on July 16th, and it's, my voice is really, okay, so it's happening Friday at 5 p.m., which is, would be, that's two hours ahead, 3 p.m. Pacific time, so it's still happening hasn't happened yet at Bunkingham Fountain Black Indigenous Solidarity Rally that's happening in Chicago. So I'm going to share that. There's more information as well. And uh, yes. Um, also wanted to share from Indian Country, which is a publication, Three Affiliated Tribes Sue Over Minerals Ruling. And this came out, it's also written by the AP, uh, James McPherson and Bismarck, North Dakota. So there's more information there. Um, also... Stuff in Haiti, what's happening in Haiti? There's a lot. See, it's just like, like a small fraction of a, fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of a fraction of what's actually happening in the world. Uh, this is the Haiti Info Project, which is an organization I follow on Twitter at Haiti Info P R O J. Breaking news reports from a commune of Rose uh Leti Bonite, uh Haiti, of spontaneous anti government corruption protests. They set fire to all the mayor's cars, burned buses, burned houses. Stay tuned. So this was on July 15th, and you can find more information, again, if you follow the Haiti Information Project. Okay, and, okay, there's another event that's happening. There's, oh, of course, there's plenty of events happening. And this is happening, um, it's set to happen on July 21st from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific time uh, through Haymarket Books. They do, uh, they've had a lot of great panel discussions. i played many of them on the show. Uh, the Struggle for Prison Abolition from U.S. to Palestine, and that event is happening again on um, the 21st of July. So if you go to Haymarket Books, you can find more information about streaming that. Okay, going through these all these things to share. Okay, there's um, for folks. This is from um, Pop Mob PDX. Uh, for folks out there just starting to engage with anti-fascism, a great place to begin is understanding far-right movements. An accessible book they recommend is Shane Burley's. Fascism Today, What It Is, and How to End It, and it's from AK Press, and, oh, I clicked on the, the wrong link here, hmm. <laughs> let's do this, okay, so if you go to uh, akpress.org, they have a lot of great books at AK Press, uh, Fascism Today by Shane Burley, B-U-R-L-E-Y, um, you can find this book, it's under eight bucks. so... The more affordable end of things. There's also an ebook available for two bucks, so if you need some more reading, that's a recommended book to check out. Okay, am I? Uh, how, uh, what's going on here? Okay, Trans Russia thing. All right, gotta find that. And okay, then I think we are going. Oh 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 oh. Wait. Um, by a seven to one vote, uh, Benito Juarez Community Academy's local school school council votes to remove its school resource police officers. Uh, which is a, it's a second school in Chicago, and that's a there's a thread with more information um, by Carlos um, Ballesteros, and that's you can follow Carlos at B A L L E S T E R O S underscore three one two. I know there's a lot of information, I'm in going fast. It's just uh, and I'm sure I'm missing. I know every week I miss out on things, uh, just just sharing what I can at the and in the time that we got. Okay, next up, I think. Um, should play. I'm going to go ahead and start playing some of the video footage from what's happening in Philadelphia. And there's videos of organizers explaining the housing movement that's happening. And this was shared by um, at M-A-R-I-S-S-A-J-V. You want to follow this account on Twitter. And uh, the videos are on YouTube. So I'm going to play them. They may not be in the correct order. I'm just kind of playing them as I see them. And uh, hopefully uh, you can also find more information at PhiladelphiaHousingAction.info. Okay, this was uploaded on July 15th, so make sure. All right.
3: we want? Housing! When do we want it? Now! If we can't get it? Shut it down! If we can't get it?
4: because housing is a very basic human right. So I'm standing here right now, and I am saying to each of you that I am challenging you all to show up for our family over there on the parkway and make sure that they do not have the ability to remove them from the place that they have found refuge and built community amongst themselves while they are waiting for their demands to be met. They are not staying there because that's where they want to be. They staying there because they have not been given the housing that they deserve. And where there are all these empty properties and all these empty buildings around here, all these empty housing, and they're not being given opportunity to move into and use that housing, then they have every right to stay there. And it is our duty, it is our job to stand up with them and fight with them for that right. And I don't know what any of your situations is, but anybody, anybody here within the context of this fucked up ass system could find yourselves in exactly the same situation that they're in. And I will stand and fight for you, and I expect you to stand and fight with them. And that's Friday. And we might just decide to have a sleepover Thursday night. Maybe, maybe we can grab some tents. Maybe we can all grab some tents. And show up Thursday night and have a party on the parkway.
3: Because
4: you know what? They can play movies over there. We can play music over there. It's children, it's artists. Brother was over there singing a good ass song earlier today with that good ass voice. We can karaoke, we can have a party on the parkway. If everybody shows up with their tents that night, they can't sneak in the middle of the night or at the crack of dawn in the morning to try to remove our family before anybody can get there and stand up for them. So I'm preparing, I'm telling y'all I'm preparing to get a tent and to stay the night there Thursday night. And I put my motherfucking money where my motherfucking mouth is. So if you
3: justice,
4: this is an opportunity for you to actually show and prove. Anytime you see me, I'm going to be challenged your ass to show and prove. If you ain't ready to show the fuck up, when you see my motherfucking face, you need to run. Because I'm saying, let me just tell you my story. I was sitting chilling in Columbia, South America. Nice and
3: warm,
4: really inexpensive when this motherfucking rebellion popped off. And when the rebellion popped off, no one, I don't even like being here. Anybody know me? No, i leave this country any chance I get. i roll all around everywhere else. But when this rebellion popped off, I brought my ass back here. I'm not here to play games. I'm here to fucking fight. We talking one night, okay? We talking one night when we got family who have to sleep outside every day. We got family who've been sleeping outside for years, and they are standing up for their rights, and they cannot do it all by themselves. So I'm challenging you to show up, and to challenge others to show the fuck up. I would love to see that home parkway filled so they can't even drive up and down the street. But even if that, none of that matters, what matters is your own individual self and your own individual choice. If only one other person shows up, please let it be you. Okay, so right now we have um, two encampments
7: with homeless people. Um, that are demanding that the Philadelphia Housing Authority use its $400 million annual operating budget to provide housing to Philadelphians in need. So a lot of people
6: don't, might not
7: know, but the Housing Authority owns about at least 15 to 20,000 vacant homes all over Philadelphia, and they allow them to sit and crumble. And they also own their own private police force. So. When we set up an encampment up at the PHA headquarters to demand that they provide housing and that they meet with us, they sent us cease and desist letters, and they started building gates around these people who weren't even activists. They're just people who don't have a place to go and want some accountability for the people who are climbing to become rich on their backs. And they built it. They started building gates around us, running bulldozers at us, and had a private police force out there to. Um, terrorize these people. So a lot of people I don't think really understand how powerful and how corrupt this housing authority is and how in control of gentrification this housing authority is. So this housing authority in Philadelphia is gentrifying our neighborhoods by forcing your neighbors to move and selling these houses off to private developers. And this is what we're fighting. So when we're fighting with these encampments, this fight isn't just for the people there, but this fight is to preserve the housing stock. This fight is to preserve the culture in our neighborhood and, and is to preserve our place there. So we need people to stand. We need people to call on this housing authority. Number one, first and foremost, is that this the housing authority police must be disbanded. Why should a housing authority have police? Is there anybody here or anywhere that if you didn't need assistance with your housing, would you rent from a landlord that owned a police force? Because what's happening with these police are, they're not even acting as police. They're acting as asset protection and, and, and loss prevention for the CEO as he built his empire in our neighborhood for Daryl Clark. So that's what's going on there. Um, last week, some people might have seen it. They were going to use their police to illegally drag a family out of their home without a court order. No other landlord in the city can do things like this because they don't have a police force. So this authority doesn't need sheriffs. They don't need the court. They, we have somebody living at the encampment that was a lawful tenant of PHA and was drugged out by PHA and a them changed the locks without ever going to court. So that, that's what I just really want people to know is that this housing authority is behind a lot of stuff that's going on. They're behind a lot of police brutality. Their cops are walking around in uniforms that look just like Philadelphia police. We got them to change their vehicles, but prior to that, you couldn't tell the difference. They're out here just brutalizing people and and just really being used to just ride black people out of their homes. They're not being used for anything else. When shootings happen in the projects, just go in there. You're going to see real cops. So once again, why do they have cops? So that's my biggest thing right now outside of the fight to um, preserve the housing staff. We want PHA to transfer their properties. We don't want their fucking vouchers. We don't want their fucking rules. We don't want to submit our family tree and our blood type and our HIV test just to get a fucking home. We want them to transfer the property into community land trusts to be designated as permanent low-income housing and to be read by community control groups in their own neighborhood. And PHA can do this. So we need everybody demanding them. PHA is allowed to transfer as many properties as they want to nonprofits. And nonprofits can administer this land trust, right? So that's what we need, cut the bullshit. We don't want the vouchers, we don't want to live under under their rules and regulations. And if you've been to jail or you got a boyfriend or you got a girlfriend, or you got a kid that's over 18, you can't move in. Fuck that shit. We don't want a landlord that has cops. Like I told people earlier. Right now, we're we're in, we're calling them uprisings, but we are in a civil war. We are in a civil war and that's how history is going to write this. We're fighting for land, we're fighting for space, and we're fighting for the right to exist. So just remember that with whatever battlefield you step onto, that we are in a war, and, and everybody's lives and the way that things go from here on out depends on how this battle is fought.
6: Um,
2: um, running a bit out of time here. Um, just, there's so much to share. Did, I did find the information on the summary of the bill, uh, what's happening in Russia. Uh, it's uh, marriage for transgender persons is de facto banned. Procedure of legal gender recognition procedure will likely remain, but trans people undergoing the procedure will not receive new birth certificates. Um, It's just uh, adoptive parents and foster parents remains unchanged. LGBTQ folks are allowed to adopt children and take children into foster care. Several categories are not allowed to become adoptive foster parents, like those who entered into homosexual marriage or partnership abroad. However, in cases, the data on marriage is not published in public registers. Russian authorities will not be able to learn about such marriage, and those who have not entered into any marriage, hetero or homosexual, but are citizens of those states which recognize such marriages marriage as partnerships. Okay, that's there's a lot going on there. Um, so um, we'll have more information as time goes on. I um, hate to cut it off the show, but there's just a lot. So going to finish up by playing the last track off the album, and I'll be um, away next week. However, we'll have uh, something else being played, um, perhaps a panel discussion in its place. So please do continue to stay tuned. Support the station, mutinyradio.fm. Also support the show. uh, We have a Patreon up, patreon.com forward slash weeklyrev. Follow me on Twitter at R-O-M-E-N-R-I-M-E-R. And I think that's about it. So have a great – or hope everyone's doing well. Sending lots of love and energy. Good good vibes. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I mean it out to all the listeners out there and I'll be back soon. Take care.
0: I know where it's at. The absolute beat me 12-bit. But I hit the 64 and get a better score. It's the love song. <laughs> me and my ego. Do I kick the art from Wicker Park accessing my computer. But my computer always keeps me waiting to the future. It could be done, but only I could do it. Spontaneous human combustion. It. it could be done, but only I could do it. 64 big death and destruction like Florida Evans, damn. Damn, why'd they pull pistols on dilithium crystals? The aftermath is crystals, photon missiles, miss you much like Janet Jackson. Cut you in the fractions so my cougar had the pieces on feces. Here comes my thesis on the battle. Shake the death rattle, I got beef like cattle. So moving on oink as I rock the joint, just to make this point of Deep Space Nine. I keep the race rhymes in my mind field. My rhymes kill like sight lines. Let me use Krylon to write a eulogy thought you were fooling me with your skills on clip, it was a rhyme you wrote, and still you had to chill, no joke, I poked my infrared right into your head so I could see what you said, instead, I found a rumor, replaced it with a tumor, stole your boomers and your sense of humor, and then I stopped six nine your brain and got caught Wait, I was debating whether it was you that I was hating, making me upchuck some digital input, Input my foot, right into your backside True black tribe, and you better catch the vibe Those I hate, I annihilate Like a John Woo film Walking down the street like, yo, is that him? Profit, stop it, you're soft and microscopic Beat that bitch with a microchip Beat that bitch with a microchip Beat that bitch with a microchip Cause big lip, huh, always comes equipped. It can be done, but only I can do
1: it it can be done, but only I can do it, 64-bit death and destruction, The drama the strain is back again to the your brain, and the forecast is pain, pain, I'm flowing through your vein, it's in your vein, and I'm on it now, I'm showing you your DNA train, just got wrecked, pow, ah, my lane tech technique protects me, while weak MCs are using cheat sheets to peek and freak the code of my exam, tried to download and cram, but damn, damn and spam so there's no more toasted jam your ass just got slammed like the united states in vietnam ram and ron drop my napalm bomb on the innocence i've been killing ever since the last great monsoon saying that your hardcore your cardboard out, cartoon you're Mark, you, I'm parking my art 2 in space 1999, and now I'm online, so you're online. I got the jet the fathers, let the in engines whine. You get die lighters when I write this, fight this with antiseptic. Bite my cryptic, eclectic, infected directive. Stop that humanoid, stop that intruder. I zerk when I be working. Call a cop, I'm getting loud just like Mercutio. You'll get cancelled. try to stencil your savior, have the saber, and you only got a pencil. Deap and destruction.
5: future. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy, shit-faced McRat.
6: <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus, or antibody, to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old. He was a 70-year-old babbling nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic healthcare systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com.
5: Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um, what the hell are we
7: talking
4: about? Um whiny people and their stupid complaints
1: that we requested they send us.
7: Why do we do this? Why, why are
1: we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his
5: choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, Mo that bitch, Mo that bitch, and, uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know? I've arrived. Why should I move?
3: I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches.
7: One one five three four zero one nine seven six, 340 And it does not spell anything. One one five three four zero one nine seven six.
2: 340
5: Go for it. Call in, guys. Whatever.